Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy A.L. Newton, and you're tuned in to another episode of A New Perspective. Uh, so glad that you found time in your week. Started your week off with the old perspective. And let me apologize right now about uh, the sound as if it sounded like it's episode one of the perspective and not uh, year three episode, whatever it is. Um, am in a hotel and so normally it's not the first time I've done the perspective on the road at all uh, but normally I have more control over the sound and the ceilings in here are pretty uh, are pretty high and I couldn't get it figured it out so uh, while I'm in a hotel let's see it is I feel like prime 09 Anthony right now I uh, was supposed to go to Augusta Thursday couldn't peel it off just touched down from Orlando um, boys weekend celebrating one of my cousin's 40th birthday um, so went to Orlando drove back and now I'm in uh, Ponte Vedra for another meeting I will do this week and this week I will do Ponte Vedra Lakeland and Orlando in a three day span so uh, on the road a lot but the perspective is an excellent debrief although I have homework that I should be doing right now. So instead, I'm here with you and you're here with me. So uh, let me apologize for that echo and take it um, on the <laughs> on the head. So this is what I want to get into this week. I think all podcasts should be banned. I'm at that point, uh, including the perspective. <laughs> there, there are days when I look at the, the countries the perspective have been listening to I was like whoever is changing the location on their phone is doing a great job some of these countries I haven't even heard of uh, but <laughs> nevertheless um, all podcasts should be banned uh, most podcasters are people who um, might over inflate their own self worth and worth of opinion um I have a podcast because it's where I talk. It's uh, where I get uh, my thoughts out, say what I want to. Um, Kevin, uh, or Kevin on stage a few uh, few months ago, maybe a year ago, was talking about people in podcasting. He's very successful in the, in the social media era and was talking about how you had to go at least 100 episodes with not having 100 uh, people listen to what you say in order to be successful. And so you would think by that metric alone, um, a number of people would just quit podcasting. I should quit podcasting. Uh, <laughs> but one of the reasons I say that is because people have an unfiltered way to say whatever they want and it goes unchecked. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm of the notion, I wrote something um, years ago saying that that's part of our problem is that we can be instant and we're not forced to think about what we say, when we say it, or how we do it. And because there are so many podcasts, so many ways to get your information out, I'm convinced that some people just get on a podcast and say whatever they want to um, and uh, over-inflate what they do. That's one of the reasons the number one listens to episode of this podcast uh, is the episode of when I have my good friend that's Rosin on. And one of the reasons I don't mind that having been the number one episode is, even all these years later, is the fact that that episode was one of the most genuine things I ever was a part of. We didn't script Paul's um, nothing that was said was something that wouldn't get said 
in our normal conversations. And so it bothers me to listen to a podcast or listen to people talk and be like, you know what? That was just BS. That was just a bunch of malarkey. And the other downside to a podcast, uh, and I might benefit from it, is people think that you're smarter than you actually are. They think that you uh, can hold weight because in a podcast setting, if you're good at it, you control the narrative. There's a number of people, I mean, people I've let host the podcast for me uh, on weeks I wasn't available. Like, it's actually harder than you think to create content. It's like, yeah. And sometimes you want to sensationalize. You want to make stuff up. You want to say something that was a buzz. You want to do something that's going to make people pass around your podcast uh, to create traction for, especially if it's something you've got advertisers or you're getting uh, paid for. So I, uh, I don't understand... I don't get that part of it. Like, I, I don't ever want to say something that. Well, <laughs> I don't purpose that because I said a lot of things that I probably shouldn't say. I don't want to say anything that isn't authentic. That isn't something that I wouldn't say. That being said, there have been two podcasts that I listened to this week that have blown my mind. And one of them was the Kevin Gates on whichever one of that city girl, city girls, the real bad city girl, um, whoever she was, whatever she was, it's a podcast. Okay, I should probably know her name. I should probably be a little bit more trendy. And I like Kevin Gates' music. Don't get me wrong; it's kind of it's kind of out there. I like Kevin Gates' music, but Kevin Gates have said and done some things that I'm like, hey, uh, all right. Um, Kevin Gates has a, a full-blown song about domestic violence, and we all thumped it and bumped it as if it was one of the greatest things we've heard, okay? Um, Kevin Gates, I believe, does his job as an entertainer of making sure that there are moments when all eyes are on him. I think Gates does a uh, <laughs> good job of creating controversy around him. But the number of people, especially women, that listened to that podcast and were, um, who listened to that podcast and were like, oh, Kevin Gates is so deep and oh, he's so real and oh, this is the type of man I need, just blew my mind, okay? Because it is my opinion and my perspective that a lot of that stuff he lied about, okay? Like, don't lie about things that we have evidence to. Um, maybe discredit the evidence. And it's even worse when you're the person that's that has supplied the evidence that's being used. Gates wrote a song, wrote a freestyle, one in which he <laughs> was very explicit about what he wanted to do to uh, Jay-Z's wife named Beyonce. Um, but he let some of his own life details out. Whatever, cool. The things he said in that interview that people held and bewildered as wonderful and great blew my mind in the instance of this is why we have the problems we have in society. I, I had somebody had me very engaged in conversation trying to convince me that there were things that were engaged 
interview that was just so mind-blowing and enlightening than oh the double standard in women the older i have gotten i realize that women are probably wilder than men in the bedroom the standard that they make for women uh are, are the the let me backtrack that um some of the things that i have found out from my good female friends that they do in the bedroom I was like, whoa, I've got a friend that tells me all the time I could not have gone to college. He tells me all the time that I fall in love too easy and the women would have chewed me up and spit me out uh, and left me for broke. So even with that, what Gates held, oh, this is double standards and women could, okay, whatever. If that's the truthful line. Kevin Gates spewed off a bunch of just I don't even know what there is, but here's what was the most alarming and most telling in the thing that I don't think got enough attention from the Kevin Gates interview. Gates, towards the end of the interview, was saying that one of the reasons he's so uh, sexually charged and one of the reasons he's so sexually experienced and one of the reasons that he is able to... Um, explore or do whatever it is because when he was 16 he was messing with a 35 year old woman and I am of the belief that we do not talk about enough how many or how often or how many cases there are of men sleeping with older women at a younger age if it was a woman, we would be burning down the house talking about how she was taken advantage of, We're talking about how the men were predatory, how saying all men are creeps. But Gates made that comment, and I haven't seen anyone talk about it. And uh, most of my friends that I know who have uh, what I would consider, um, how do I want to say it, because this perspective is made up of most of male listeners, who have some, uh, I think, sexual demons all messed with a woman way older than than that when they were young. Now, I have to put that out there because uh, Nick and I, um, she is older than me. She's always going to be older than me. And so when we first start messing around, it was a fling and uh, she was older than me. She taught me some things. Now, I wasn't a minor. She had, <laughs> I have said on multiple occasions, uh, any woman I messed with before Nicole, I apologize because things that the sister was just able to tell me, uh, she's like, yeah, I'm not going to put my wife's business out there. But she taught me some stuff or just said some stuff that women my age when I was in my prime of uh, throwing hip would just have never said. So there is a lot of learning curve there. But we don't talk about how often men 14, 15, 16 mess with grown, grown women and then go back to um, less experienced partners. Now, I probably should take the standpoint of oh, wait until you're married. Oh, only have one partner. I believe uh, y'all could put me out to church for this. I, I believe that that's just malarkey. Okay. Um, we're not marrying people off at 13. And, and in my opinion, the notion of waiting until marriage and you don't get married and the society has pushed marriage back to 35. We, we don't talk about that enough and then hold that in the confines of what Christianity is. Um, but that's another episode of the, uh, of the perspective altogether. 
um, it's troubling how often that happens. I can, I think I can tell you without any backlash, Nicole unless the perspective, so I can say this. My mom will text me and be mad with me because she'll, she'll say, you ain't supposed to tell you what I be, da, 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 da. But when, when Nick and I first start messing around, my mama told me, that woman don't want nothing from you but your back. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing an older woman wants with a younger man that young except for his back. We don't protect young men from that. It's a great experience. It's a great experience that if every man was pretty much honest, if you had that experience, it blew your mind. But it's traumatizing to the fact that you go back into a pool that one isn't that experience. Um, you go back in that pool where women may not fully understand um, their own wants and desires. And now your 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 cycle or expectation is shifted off. And for it to be so drastic from 16 to 35, Kevin Gates is a victim. Like I could <laughs> I could only imagine what doors messing with a 35 year old at 16 opened for him, explored him to, exposed him to. So when he's all over the place and he's, I, I charged the body, I, I charged the battery um, through my hands and, and I said, speak no things of this, but I went back and told it. Uh, when he's saying a caveat, and I, and I really shouldn't say this, I'm going to say this, is what it is. My grandma listening, she's just listening. When Gates was talking about eating groceries and his desire for eating groceries and how he eats groceries, and he's got to do that first before he does anything. I went back and really thought about um, every dance partner I've ever had. And the vast majority of them, especially the ones that I would have considered um, making long-term partnerships with, would have never let me go from groceries to gold. That's the instant rule, no, no. So what women are allowing Gates to do that or any man to do that and then come back and talk about how much they care and how much they explore, how much they want to lift up women because somebody exposed him. We, We don't talk about how we, at what point we break cycles. We talk about there being cycles we talk about there being problems. Very rarely do we talk about at what point we say enough is enough. And it is horrible. It's horrible when a young girl is taken advantage of. But it's equally as horrible when a young boy is taken advantage of. And we, to the, to the societal double standard, that's cheered on. It's cheered on. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to say it, whatever. If it's wrong, then somebody tell me that I'm wrong. But for the most part, anytime we see that a male uh, a male student slept with his teacher, the reaction is, if you look on social media, if you watch it, it's like, oh, man, why didn't teachers do this when I was in high school? Why didn't teachers do this when I was in high school? When it's reversed, it's the sickest thing ever. But it ought to be equally as sick to men. We have studies that show 
that men mature later in life. So if we mature later in life and we're exposed to greatness at an early age, of course we're going to be toxic. Of course there's a toxic piece in there. I say all the time, that's what's wrong with Michael Jackson. If, if that was what was wrong with Michael Jackson, if the rumors about him and Diana Ross were true, if I were Michael Jackson, I wouldn't want anybody ever to touch me. Diana Ross was the baddest woman on the planet, considered the baddest woman on the planet when Michael Jackson was 10 and 11. And there are a number of accounts that because Michael was hot, Diana took advantage of him. Yeah, don't argue with me, allegedly. I wasn't there. Hell, I wasn't born. There is a, uh, I think, an, an unrecognized, an unacknowledged portion of, of not acknowledging how many times men are exposed to that and then going to listen. So if you take that piece, um, at least from my view, where it's, oh, this guy has said all this stuff. He gets late in the interview and says he learned everything he learned from a 35-year-old woman. And then you go back and see women talk about how deep he is or how enlightened he is. He's toxic because he was a victim. And now here are women saying, this is what I want in men. They want a victimized man to be their man. And then if he doesn't turn out right, they hate all men. I, 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 maybe I'm just holier than thou tonight. There is nothing that Gates said that was just mind-blowing, mind-shattering. You looked at it and you were like, oh, wow. My opinion. I'm a fan. I like his music. Um, and I think some of that he was playing to the crowd. Listen, it's been a long time since I went... Uh, it's been a long time since I pursued a woman. I mean, I pursue my wife every day, but y'all know the, the difference in actually trying to make a connection. It's been a long time since I've done that. That being said, I can still remember playing up to what I think a woman wanted to hear. All of that horoscope stuff. There's another conversation for that too, or, or you're this, or you can read this, or you can read that. Every individual, regardless of horoscope sign uh, or astrology, regardless of religious belief, regardless of race, every individual is an individual. There is no general spat to put over and to define a person. It just does, there's, there's, no, there's no blanket theory that says, oh, you can read my energy because I... I, I uh, and I get feeling a person's energy, but your energy is off and your this is off and your that is off. We make every excuse except for accountability. Okay? Gates wasn't reading that woman's available reading that woman's energy. Gates knew this woman was fine. He even told her on multiple occasions, oh, your lyrics is nasty. Just me, common man, if I'm in the room with a woman with nasty lyrics, if I can present myself even nastier, I might feel like I got a shot. Now. I had the best track record, so that might be wrong. 
But then when it comes to energy, if he told her a number of times, I just, I just don't know if this is what you talk or this is what. And if you can't see through that, then that's another problem. Took took JJ with us on Boys Weekend because there were things I wanted him to see from other men, not name me. Can carrying yourself, conducting business, having a good time with your friends, watching people take care of you uh, if you get too far in the water, right? Um, but I don't think we do that enough with celebrities and listening to that and glorifying that. Um, hell, I'm not saying I'm the one to be glorified. I don't think there's a man in my circle that should be glorified because men ain't ish, but black men don't cheat. Nevertheless, we take celebrities and let them say whatever and then it's like, oh, this was deep or oh, this was thoughtful or oh, this was insightful. And it wasn't. It was a bunch of mess from a man that was molested that encourages domestic violence. That makes great damn music. That ultimately was trying to get some from the host. But we got people that label it deep. So who do I know? What do I know? Cancel all podcasts. That's what I say. Till next week, it's been another episode of Perspective. I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Peace!